Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM920, The Answer. In this segment, what happens if your mortgage is being serviced or your payments are being collected by a company and that company goes bankrupt? Do you get a, a get-out-of-jail-free card? Wouldn't that be nice? Also, artificial intelligence I don't know about you, but everywhere I turn, I'm seeing an article about AI or a horror story about AI or somebody predicting that AI is going to be the best thing in the world or somebody's predicting that, hey, someday uh, AI is going to rise up and we're going to have to fight it. And so we want to have a little discussion about that. My name is Cleve Gaddis, and you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts. Our goal is home buying and selling that can be done with total confidence and without all the worry with life's typical investments or life's biggest investments. And we want to connect with you. It's easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. You can share your ideas. You can uh, ask that we feature your neighborhood and our neighborhood spotlight where we give specific information in the market in the neighborhood over the last few years to help you know as a homeowner where you might have an advantage or a disadvantage. And you can also subscribe to our podcast. We've got John Birchfield, who was on with us in the second segment. I invited him to stay on through the, th- through the third segment. John, and I appreciate you being here. I'm excited to be here. We've got some great topics this segment. So uh, I go to ABC Company, and I get my mortgage. Uh, they approve me. They fund the loan. They do all of that. Three weeks later, I get a notice that says your loan has been sold to Mr. Cooper. It's been sold to, sold to Wells Fargo, whatever the heck it is. In many cases, there's confusion about exactly what happened. And so, like, who actually buys the mortgages and how do the servicing rights get transferred from one company to another? Is that a, is that a, does that question make sense? It does. Okay. Perfect. It does. And it can, it depends on a few, few different variables. But the, the interesting thing I think to know is, is that the owner of the actual note, yeah. The person who is earning the income on the interest payments that you earn, that you that you make each month, is not necessarily the company that's servicing the loan. In fact, it probably is not. Yeah. Um, so what we think of as our mortgage holder is just who we're making our checkout to. Uh, but that's just the servicer of the loan in most instances. Okay, so let me make sure I'm understanding that. So, uh, John, you're the borrower, and uh, you get your loan from, let's just say, Capital City Home Loans. And let's say I am an investor in mortgage-backed securities. And so you make the loan, uh, you get the loan from Capital City Home Loans. Then because Capital City Home Loans needs more money to continue to loan and make loans, they sell the loan to Cleve Gaddis. I've never bought a mortgage like that, but let's just say I'm an institutional investor. They sell the mortgage to me. And then I decide, and let's just say in your case, because I know Capital City Home Loans does service some mortgages, I decided that I want Capital City Home Loans to service the mortgage for me. So the servicer is simply collecting the payments and managing my escrow account and dealing with me if I miss payments. And they're being paid, so Capital City Home Loans would be paid a small fee on a monthly basis by me as the investor. Have I described that correctly, or am I totally off base? That That's perfect. And then you ex- Expand that instead of one loan, you expand it into multiple hundreds of million dollars worth of loans that are being serviced by any company, and then maybe owned by multiple different investors across different platforms. That's so interesting, and I and I have read that. I mean, like sometimes, I mean, the, the ownership of these things will be divided up into 
like a thousand pieces. <laughs> so you've got a thousand different investors or 10,000 different investors. And I've heard that some mortgage servicers will service 2 million, 3 million, 4 million mortgages. I mean, so there are some huge players in this market. So if you get a statement from Capital City Home Loans, it does not necessarily mean that Capital City Home Loans owns your loan. Same thing with Bank of America, Wells Fargo or Chase or any of the big lenders. If they're servicing it, it does not mean that they own it. Would it be safe to say, John, that the majority of the mortgages in this country are owned or at least insured in some way by the U.S. government? Yes. The majority of, uh, last statistic I read was in the high 70% range, is somehow or another insured by, uh, insured might be a, a misnomer, but implicitly guaranteed by mm -hmm. Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac against default. Mm -hmm. And then, so is that just the conventional Fannie and Freddie that are less than 80%? And then you have the government loans that are actually insured by the Federal Housing Administration, um, U.S. Department of Agriculture, which is also Housing Association or Veterans Affairs. Is that right? And VA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the Veterans Administration. And so I would so assume. you've got a couple of different other players that would make up the other 20%. And then you've got, you know, a good 5 to 8%, which is because completely private mortgages that are outside of anything government. Well, an example of that today would be most of your jumbo loans because Fannie and Freddie, the government doesn't get into the jumbo loan. What is the right. amount of a jumbo loan? How, what does a mortgage amount need to be this year in order for it to be jumbo? I haven't memorized the 2024 yet. It's uh, 785 yeah, and some change. Seven something. I don't remember right? the number, but it's amazing because it was just it's a few years. It's it gotten way up there. It was just a few years ago. It was a little over four. I remember it was in the threes and it's amazing yeah. how much uh, that has increased over time. So we got we received a question from Jacob in Atlanta. It says our mortgage was just sold to a bank we've never heard of. What happens now if the bank goes bankrupt? We have heard a lot of layoffs happening in the mortgage industry. And I think they might be looking for Jacob might be thinking maybe if my lender goes bankrupt, uh, I might get a get out of jail free card. I don't have to pay my mortgage payment. But I don't see any way that that's possible for that to happen. John? Oh, no, the, the, the servicing of that mortgage, of Jacob's mortgage, is an asset. So the bankruptcy courts would would look at Jacob's mortgage, the servicing rights of that mortgage, and sell it off to someone else uh, to pay that, uh, that lender's or that servicer's debt uh, and try to make good on that. So that's what the role of a bankruptcy court would be. And Jacob would just get another notice saying, hey, your loan's been sold to a debt different servicer, uh, and then they would be responsible for collecting Jacob's payment. Sorry, Jacob. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but whatever your mortgage payment is and however long it says you need to pay it, you, you better plan on doing that or maybe paying it off early. And I'm sure that he was not really looking for a way to get out of it, but it is confusing. I saw my, my mortgage gets sold to Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo was bankrupt. I don't think there's any chance of that happening, but like, do I owe the money? And because more than likely Wells Fargo does not even own uh, meaning they're not the investor. They don't own the note. They're just servicing it for someone else. Uh, the odds of that um, debt going away is slim to none. We also received a listener question from Guy and Fiona in Marietta saying, it seems like AI is everywhere. Is it going to affect the real estate market? And if so, how uh, will agents be replaced in the future? And John, we'll do a kind of a quick round. Uh, will AI replace real estate agents in the future? Real estate agents and mortgage professionals' role will change as we gain more and more help from technology, um, just like we've seen it change over the last 20 years. 
Um, I imagine you're not carrying around a big, you know, four phone book size MLS book to, to search for listings like we did 30 years ago. So, you know, things change, but the need for human interaction during the home buying process, whether that's on the real estate or the mortgage side, uh, I don't see that ever going away. I mean, humans are built for connection, and um, that is something that is going to be required with such a complex and, and important moment in someone's life as the buying a home. Yeah. And, I, you know, I look at, I do not think AI will replace uh, lenders. I do not think it will replace real estate agents. I think it will cause real estate agents and in some cases lenders. Uh, you are great, John, at helping people understand the options that they have and sometimes even encouraging people to do something that's not very profitable for you, but it's the right thing for them. And I think the reality is, is that those of us in real estate and the mortgage business will learn to use AI to help us be better educated so we can better educate the clients so that they will have very clear distinctions between the choices. Because when I do my financing, I could pay this rate or I could pay and buy the rate down just a little bit. And AI allows us to run those numbers and understand everything so much easier. You agree with what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's just going to be another tool in our toolbox, a resource that will help us serve the public better at yeah. a higher level. And I have used artificial intelligence for different things. You can do incredible real estate research. You can you know, research zip codes and see what's happening in the neighborhoods. Anywhere where you can get to public data, artificial intelligence can help you um, have a significant amount, significant amount more information. But for me, artificial intelligence helps me with other things. And I'll give you an example that's a personal example. One of my daughters said, hey, for Christmas this year, Dad, would you just maybe write write me a letter or write me a poem or write something for me, do something for me. And I wrote it, but when I wrote it, it sounded like a 55-year-old businessman wrote it. And I didn't want it to sound like a 55-year-old businessman had written it. So I loaded it up into AI and I said, please write this or rewrite this where it's appropriate for a 24-year-old or a 25-year-old. And the suggestions that it came back with were just amazing. And so I think there's so many uses for artificial intelligence, but I do not think it is going to replace a real estate professional or a mortgage professional. John, this segment of the show is brought to uh, you to everybody by the law firm of O'Kelly and Sorahan. They've got almost 30 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They are our preferred closing attorney, and they can be reached by calling 770-497-1880. If you, and I'm sure, John, you're telling all of your borrowers or home buyers from last year to make sure they apply for homestead exemption, it'll save them what I call about 10% on their property taxes, and people can learn more by going to moderntraditionsrealty.com forward slash homestead dash exemption. If you're looking to sell your home anytime in the next six months, don't forget, we think we can sell it for $28,000 more than your neighbor sold his or her house for. Go to gogaddisradio.com, click on $28,000 more, put in a little information, we'll reach out to you, I'll connect with you personally and help you understand how we do two things that in my opinion, or my belief is that nobody else does, that'll help you sell your home for the absolute top dollar. John, thank you so much for sticking with us for two segments on tonight's show. Will you come back and see us sometime soon? I cannot wait. Love being here. All right. So you should say today's show. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back in our neighborhood spotlight, we've got Hampton Place in Duluth. We're going to give you an update on the National Association of Realtors lawsuit and the new association that might be taking the place of the National Association of Realtors. Stick with us. We'll be back. We'll be back. 